Holy shit. Welcome back, guys. We are here with another episode. We are 30 days out from being done with our semester abroad in Italy, which is insane. Super, super crazy. Currently, we are in the beach town of Cefalu, Sicily. We are doing a little bit of a beach vacation. It was super windy outside, so we decided to come in and do a bit of a podcast we got a lot of sun the first day. Our backs were pretty much fried. And then like lobsters. Yeah. And then yesterday we did a little bit of pool action. And today we tried to do some more pool action, but it was just so, so windy that we decided to come in and do another podcast. It was so windy. We were like sitting there bundled up like it was snowing. It was so cold. But yeah, we asked you guys to ask us questions and we got a ton of fun questions. So we are going to take this episode and just answer all the questions that you guys have for us. Well, just a few. Some of them are a little interesting. Um, But also, I don't know if you guys are listening, but I posted a little video on my Instagram story of asking of telling you guys to ask me questions and I didn't get a lot of responses I'm not gonna lie so if you're listening to this podcast and you saw the story and didn't ask a question then maybe you should rethink your life decisions because I encourage you guys to ask questions and you didn't and a few people did so those are real followers right there but let's get into the Q&A part a few of them are funky and fun a few of them are a little bit deeper we tried to keep the questions as lighthearted as we could um because you know abigail and i could make any lighthearted question a deep response um and you guys don't want to hear us talk for two hours you ask us what our favorite food is and we'll get into a whole spiel of what food means to us so (laughs) so we tried to keep the questions lighthearted and fun so let's get right into it okay so the first question are you ready number one What is one of the most fun memories together from a night out in Oxford? So before we answer this, we looked through the questions, obviously, before and we didn't write anything down. We just kind of had like some rough uh, answers so that we kind of knew what the direction was going to be. So for this one, what is the most fun memory together? I would have to say there's two we picked. Um, One was Green Beer Day. Uh, there is so much to unpack there. Unfortunately, we sophomore can't. Year green beer yeah, yeah. Sophomore year Green Beer Day, which if you guys do not know what Green Beer Day is, it is how Miami celebrates St. Patrick's Day. So sometimes it's on St. Patty's Day. Sometimes it's not. And you basically party for 24 hours straight. Nobody it's, sleeps. Nobody sleeps. It's a party all night. You skip class. It's this huge fun thing. We were really lucky sophomore year because it was on a wellness day. So you didn't even have to skip classes. You just kept partying. Um, and we did Green Beer Day with our friends Lauren and Katie, and it honestly was just a highlight for so many reasons. It was a fever dream. Yeah, it was a fever dream, but it was definitely one of, I think, our favorite nights oh, in yeah. Oxford. Um, so many interesting decisions were made and questionable, we risky. Yeah, we didn't sleep. It was so fun. We hung out with a lot of our best friends, and it was just a super fun time. We ran around to Oxford. Yeah. Um, if you know what Green Beer, Beer Day is, you totally get it. And unfortunately, we didn't have Green Beer Day freshman year. And we obviously were here junior year. So it was just a super fun time celebrating Green Beer Day. And then the other memory that came to mind when we were talking about this is we are extra. So obviously, we had to throw ourselves a going away party before we came abroad. But a lot of our friends are seniors. And we just wanted to have like all of our favorite people in the same place one more time. So of course, me and Samantha rented out a bar for everyone to come join us at. And I think that night was one of my favorite nights. Like, it was so funny and I've never laughed so hard. Should we tell them about how it started? 
yeah. when we got there yeah okay so so we get there so we get to the bar and like Aggie and I thought this was a joke and then we were like okay shit like we're actually doing this yeah, it and was like all funny until we actually had to like walk until up. we arrived until we arrived and we didn't know like should we check in like what do we do okay so we get this like out of you but I'm like no you have to do it <laughs> um so it, we we get to the bar and it's just us and the bartenders and the bartenders come up to us and they were like how many people are you expecting? And, and we honestly were unsure. We said it could just end up being the two of us. So we're waiting for people to show up because obviously, you know, no one shows up on time. And I'm like, Abigail, who let us think this was a good idea? And what was your response, Abigail? I said, I was looked at her. We were like dancing around because there was music playing. And I was like, Smitha, you said it was a good idea. So I just went along with it. I idolized you. Yeah, so I thought it was a good idea too. Needless to say, it ended up being one of our favorite nights in Oxford. We just had so much fun. We, all of our favorite people came we sang everyone was pretty drunk I'm not gonna lie (laughs) yeah everyone was pretty fucked up um but it was awesome we got a ton of free shots and um I guess if we're gonna make this a raw podcast I'll be honest with you guys so it was my first time ever throwing up from alcohol um which is pretty crazy to some of you that may be a surprise to some of you you're like oh yeah predictable but it was my first time throwing up from alcohol and that was pretty crazy what I don't think it was my first time. It was definitely mine. No, I think it was yours too. Oh yeah, it's so. Was. But you just progressively got much quicker. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, but it was both our. It was both our first yeah. time. So needless to say, we had a one fun night. It was awesome. Definitely a memory that we're gonna last forever. And the people who are in Oxford, don't worry, guys. We will have a coming back party. Yeah, don't you even worry. Yeah, we'll have a coming back and celebrate that as well. Jungle juice and all. It will be there. Yes. Okay, number two. So we didn't really talk about this one before, and this is this could be a whole podcast series in its own. So I think we should just kind of keep it short and sweet. Uh, number two is how to adult and not freak out about it. And my response at the moment is we're not really adulting, to be honest, um, being abroad in Florence, Italy. But I would just say how to adult is like you need to take it day by day and you have to learn how you handle stress and how you need to prioritize the things in your life. Um I know Abby and I love to make lists. We make lists upon lists upon lists upon lists. And being an adult is really freaking scary. And I wish I had a better answer to this. But if we're being honest, um, I'm still figuring it out. And I think this summer interning is going to be a huge awakening and, and me continuing to learn how to become an adult. Yeah, I totally agree. I think to go off of that is I don't think anyone has it all figured out. I think your whole life you're learning. But I think really figuring out what works best for you, how you manage your stress and having someone you can confide in and talk to and just laugh about. Because at the end of the day, Samantha and I, not everything goes the way we wanted to. Stuff happens and you just have to be okay with it. And you just have to laugh. I think the best way to not freak out is just laugh. Like things aren't going to go your way. You're going to get bird poop on your head. (laughs) It's going to be okay. And it all works out and just keep learning and take it day by day. I think Samantha said it best. Yeah. And if you guys know how to be an adult, let us know. Yeah, seriously. Um, okay. Number three, how not to deal with not wanting to go out in college. There's so much to say here. Um, that's like a whole episode. I yeah. talked for that about for 45 minutes. I think something that I've learned personally is like, I don't get FOMO. Um, it's a, I guess a great, a, positive thing of myself I just when I am in the mood to go out I want to go out when I'm not like there is nothing wrong with staying in and enjoying either time alone time with your best friend quality time with whoever you want to spend it with um I think 
college is such great, such a great time in your life, but it's how you make it. So for example, Abby and I love to go to Cincinnati every weekend when we're in school. And some people will come up to us and be like, why do you always want to go to Cincinnati? Or like, aren't you like afraid of missing out? No, frankly, we don't give a shit. Um, I, we, that's what we enjoy doing. So it shouldn't matter what other people are doing. And, and as surface level as that sounds like do what you want to do because the bars will be there the next night and the next night and the next night. And guess what? The next night. So if you want to stay in, if you want to go to bed, if you just want to have a movie night, go do that. Because at the end of the day, like Abigail said, you need to do with what, with what makes you happy. Um, so the next time you're questioning, do I want to go out or not? There's nothing wrong with a little bit of, no, we definitely, we should go out, go out, go out. But there's also of, Hey, I just want to chill. And that's totally fine. Yeah, I think bouncing off of that, I think there's such a stigma in college, especially where we go to school, that's just everyone goes out Thursday to Saturday, you go out all day and you go hard. And as much as it's fun to go out, I think the times that we go out are more fun because we don't don't focus every single night on going out. And I think you can totally go out and one person can go and one person cannot go. And I think that's okay. Like sometimes you just have to do what's best for you. And there's so many things that you can do without going out. And I honestly think more often than not, everyone feels the pressure of going out, but I think everyone wants a break sometimes, but people don't know how to say like, I just don't want to go out tonight because everyone else is going. So they just get roped into it. And I think just learning what works for you, what works best for you and your friends and just having fun. It's your four years in college. So do with it what you want and what you want to remember is not going out every night. That's okay. I think also really quickly two things. One, um, I think Abigail and I have talked a lot about this, like being abroad is where we're grandmas at heart and like we own it and that should be okay. And there shouldn't be judged and it shouldn't be judged if you want to go out every night. If Abigail and I want to go to bed at 8 p.m., but you want to go out till all nights out of the hour, both of those options are totally okay and should be celebrated and should be accepted. Um, but there's nothing wrong in us going to Cincinnati and getting our nails done and getting Mexican food. And there's nothing wrong with you got with someone else going to brick all hours of the night. And I think as long as you find a combination and like Abby said, you find what makes you happy and your friends happy. That's really all that matters. There's also been so many nights for me and Samantha have walked uptown and stood in line to go somewhere. And before we got in, we're like, like, fuck it. We're just done. Like we don't want to stand in this line. And I think that's totally okay. And I also want to throw in there before we wrap up this question, you can go to the bar and not get smacked and Mm -hmm. still have fun like sometimes you want to go just to dance and we've done that and those are some of my favorite nights when we go and literally just dance for an hour and then we leave and just talk to people and whatever it is because we got priorities the next morning next morning we got an orange theory class at 9 30 in the morning and we got to make it there somehow so we got to prioritize the nights of getting shit face versus just having fun yeah and I think you I really think you can have fun without being literally um okay next question you should be a singer thank you um my mom said that she wants me to follow my dreams but if it was ever singing she would crush that dream (laughs) um okay number four how have we become more confident in our skin throughout college you want to start with this one yeah again such a loaded question I could get on my soapbox and talk about this for hours but I think summing it up is you have to do what's best for you and you don't owe anything to anyone and it's your four years and 
I think for me, like what really helped me was finding people I loved spending time with and who loved me for me and not surrounding myself with a huge group of people. That's not where I thrive. I think just learning to love myself for who I am and just have fun. It's my four years of college. And if I want to do something and no one else does, like, I don't really care. And if you don't want to be my friend because I don't want to do the things that you want to do, then you don't have to be my friend. That's okay. But I think we're over the point in our lives where we need fake friends and just becoming more confident in your own skin starts with you. You can't seek that affirmation affirmation from other people. And I think that was the biggest thing I learned. Like, don't seek affirmation from other people. If you're going to be confident in your own skin, you have to be confident in you. Totally agree. Ditto. Um, I think there's a lot of ways to interpret this question, whether it's physical appearance, whether it's just your overall appearance. Um, you have to learn how to love yourself. And if I'm going to be honest, I'm still on that journey. Um, I, and I think so, we're all on that journey. Yeah. Whole life. Yeah. I think we're trying to figure it out and um, comparing is really hard. Um, whether it's social media or just other people, whatever, however you're finding ways to compare, comparing sucks. Comparing is awful. Um, so I think, you, like Abby said, you have to love you for who you are. Um, and once you begin to love yourself, you will get that love in return. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's such a loaded question. That's deep shit. So yeah, let's move on to the it's more really, lighthearted. It's really deep. Like I could seriously talk about it for hours, but I'll spare you guys. Okay, next question. Super lighthearted, very easy. Favorite influencer? Abigail. Okay, I have two. Um, I mean, I can have so many, but my top two right now is my favorite TikToker, um, Eli Rallo. Her account is at the jar with two R's. Um, I found her like March 2020 when we were in quarantine when her TikTok was solely about making a jar of trail mix with her family. And I thought it was so fun. I just liked watching her make the snacks and she's just funny. And now she's become this totally like confident, badass guru. And just, I love watching her. I think she's hysterical. Like she's maybe one of the funniest people on TikTok in my opinion. Samantha knows like I could sit there and watch her. Yeah, she's great. She's, she's great. great. And then the other one is like a little more business related, but I love Jenna Kutcher. She branded herself as like a marketing guru. Um, she does a lot about social media and I just like listening to her, hearing her experiences and seeing what she's up to in her life. And I think her kids are the cutest kids ever. Perfect. What's your favorite influencer? I don't know. I don't know. I'd say myself. Next question. <laughs> Next guys, question. Life goal is to be an influencer. So please support her. No, literally guys, that's what I want to do with my life. Um, I'm slowly trying to make my way through there. We started a podcast. Um, I'm doing a few Instagram takeovers, but I just love people and I love interacting with people and I love um, having encouraging words and I love learning from others. I love listening to others. I love giving advice. I love talking to people. Um, I love fashion. I love all of the girly things. So I just think an influencer drop would be perfect for me. Um, I love doing the typical things. So, uh, yeah, that's basically it. Let's go to the next question. <laughs> okay. So this one's for you. Um, what was your favorite camp memory? Okay. So, uh, I'll do a little background. If you guys don't know, I went to sleepaway camp for like 12, 13 years. Uh, I went to one camp for three years, starting when I was like seven. And then I finished off 
for about nine years um, at Camp Skodak, which is my favorite place in the entire world um, with the most favorite people. And I don't know, I guess my favorite camp memory um, would have to be like when I got captain, my second year CIT summer, I'm not going to get into all the logistics, but basically um, there's counseling training program. We have color war, which it's called, it used to be called tribals. It is not called that anymore. Um, and basically there's like a group of people that lead a team and a CIT leads each team, like a green team and a white team. And everyone huddles up and everyone's like, Samantha, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. You're going to get it. And then everyone stopped talking to me. And I was just nervous. I was like, well, wait, what if I'm not going to get it? You know what I mean? And then ends up, I get it. And it was just really cool. The whole experience from that point to leading the whole team, it was just great to be able to like cheer the whole team on, get the whole team excited about participating in fun activities and just feeling so loved by your peers of that technically is a big reward at camp. So just to feel so loved by the community around me and then be able to just cheer my team on and support the team. That was definitely a huge highlight. I love camp. <laughs> okay, next question. This is also like, could be a deep one. This one could be a deep one, but we've talked about this one. So it's like, yeah, it's, so it's an easy like, one. We've talked about it a lot. It's one of our biggest topics of conversation. <laughs> uh, so it's, what's the biggest thing you've learned from your previous relationship? Like romantic relationship. Romantic relationship, yeah. You can go first. Okay, well, we all know that um, my romantic relationships have been pretty minute, but um, my biggest thing that I learned from my previous, I don't know what you want to call it, relationship, situationship, whatever, um, I would say that um, once it's over with, there isn't a time and expiration date on how you're supposed to feel you know just because it lasts a super long time like you can get over it really fast and if it's a really short time it may take you a lot longer than the average person to overcome those feelings so I think like just because it was a short relationship or a long relationship there isn't like a deadline on when you should be over those emotions and when you should be over the situation so I think that was my biggest thing was um it took me maybe a different period of time and like I handled how it how it ended in an interesting way and um but that's okay and you shouldn't just be expected to get over those feelings and get over those emotions super fast or it take you longer than the average person like some sometimes it takes a lot longer and sometimes it takes a lot shorter so there isn't like an expiration date on trying to figure out those feelings and how you feel about the situation I agree um, I think before I say mine, I think something we've talked about a lot in like past romantic relationships or friendships, you, one thing me and Samantha really had to learn is you can't find closure from other people. You have to find closure for yourself and you can't count on the person the relationship fizzled out with or whatever to give you closure. There's not going to be a time that's like, oh, this is why I did this and that's why we're not friends anymore. Mm -hmm. And I think that was so hard to learn as someone who like wants to know the why and asks questions. I think that was really just like a rude awakening is I have to be okay that it fizzled out and I'll never know why. And that might boggle my mind for the next 10 years, but I'm okay with that. I think also one more thing is like healing isn't um, linear 
I feel like that's kind of the bigger overarching idea I was trying to get at is it's not like step one, you deal with this step two, you deal with this. Like, no, it could be, you could go in a circle, then a square, then a rhombus, then a heart, then a star. Like you could be going in so many different directions and then you could go all the way back to start again. So like healing, whatever it is from a romantic relationship, from a friendship, from a freaking bruise on your knee, like healing isn't <laughs> healing isn't just linear and it comes in waves and things happen in different phases. So don't be expected just to overcome something or get closure a certain way um, just because you think there's a certain process to it. I love that. Your turn. Um, okay. So I think I have, if you know me, you know that this is like a much deeper answer, but I think on the surface level, two things come to mind. And the first thing is you should never feel inferior and feel like you're being treated poorly and just be okay with that. My mom always told me, if you ever have a, some like a doubt that it's not working and it's not the way you want it to be, that's a sign to end it. And I wish I would have had that courage or learned that sooner on or had it sink in, but you deserve to be treated like you are the world in any relationship, especially romantically. And I think when you have this deep care for someone, it's easy to brush things off and be like, oh, well, like it was just an accident or it was this or it was that. But I think at the end of the day, like, you know, on TikTok, the whole thing is now if they wanted to, they would. And I think that's really true. And then the other thing that comes to mind is just like, if you feel like you're giving way more than you're receiving, like if you're giving 100%, you're getting 10% back, that's not fair to you. So also just like know what you deserve and know your worth as a person and don't settle for less. Everyone's time comes and it's okay to not, in a relationship or be single it's totally okay and I think that was something that was hard for me to learn and yeah oh also one other thing I just thought of um you can't be codependent on someone else for your happiness your happiness comes from you just like we said you can't find closure from other people you can't find confidence from other people you can't find happiness from other people and you shouldn't be in a relationship where you're so dependent on the other person to make you happy you start closing your bubble around you and minimizing other relationships in your life. Beautiful. Such a loaded question. I can keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay, next one. Wildest travel story encounter while abroad. I have There's two. So many. There's so many. Um, every weekend is a different laugh. Yeah, every weekend's hysterical. So my so my first one is like super quick and short that just happened. Um, it really isn't a travel story. It was a literally five minutes out of our apartment but approximately like four days ago I got shit on by a pigeon and I'm not even gonna lie to you guys I hate pigeons most of you guys know I hate birds I run away from them I hate 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 them I run I scream I make a whole scene like it is what it is and I was walking and I felt something go in my hair she turned around and I looked at her I was like Samantha I need you to not freak out I was like something happened something happened something happened I need you to stay calm a bird does poop in your hair so I freaked update um so I thought that was just hysterical like of course and then of course Abby like had tissues in her purse in her backpack so she took out tissues we played cleanup on aisle nine literally <laughs> at the Arno River um everyone no, so watched us like, I need to go home right now and take a shower I'm like it's gonna be okay like we'll braid your hair and then we played hair salon in class and everyone yeah. was looking at us whatever I don't give a shit it was so funny yeah, it was great. And then my, the second one is, so long story short, guys, Abby and I did something we would never normally do. You know, we're usually the relationship type of people. And like, I wouldn't say pure. I would just say like, 
we're not the girls that do the one night stand. And we don't like to fuck around. Yeah, yeah. And um uh, we like to fuck. Yeah, okay, whatever. So um, so we were in Prague. We like to simply stir the pot, pot. not fuck around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. So we were in Prague, and long story short, it's this whole long thing, but we did this drunken monkey bar crawl. It was so interesting. It was let's so just interesting. Go, let's just talk about that for a okay, so, so basically, what you do is it's an adult field trip you go to this one bar for two hours it's like the drunken monkey bar you go there for two hours you drink everyone gets fucked up and then you go to three different bars and you know everyone lines up in a single file line and they give it's you the literally rules. drunk 25 year olds walking around probably. yeah well it's, it's interesting because it's a good range of people it's like 21 year olds to like 35 year olds so it's a really interesting crowd and you know some people speak english some people don't so it's like a wide range of people um and most people go with a group but yeah. of course we just walk in yeah the two of, of us. course just the two of us because we just travel the two of us and we get to this bar and it's a little interesting we find some girls that are from uva i think chatted with them when I was like kind of interesting, you know, figuring it out, like there were some couples getting some arguments. Remember that? Yeah, it was, oh my God, it was so weird. That was so weird. It was such an interesting experience. That could be a whole episode on its own too. Like just guys, it was interesting. It was an adult field trip. Weirdest crap, like just odd. It was so, so, it was so odd. So like, we get, I don't know if I would do it again. I mean, if I don't, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe, but like. I think, I think it would have been more fun with a group. lifetime experience. Yeah. Like, so we leave the first bar. We go to the, like the first like stop. And Abby and I are sitting there and we're like, okay, what do we do? Because I'm not gonna lie to you guys, like being honest, like there's a lot of pros of just us traveling the two of us, but then there's also not, I wouldn't say cons, but somewhat challenges that we would come across just because it's the two of us. So even though Abby and I could talk for hours on end, so having a conversation is not an issue. So Abby and I, we sit down at a table and we're drinking, whatever. And, um, these Italian boys come up to us and long story short, they didn't know the language. We didn't know their language. Samantha's trying to explain an airplane. I'm like, like whole thing. They're trying to flirt with us. And frankly, it's incapable because (laughs) they're incapable because we literally don't know how to say bathroom, like, or they don't know how to say bathroom. Like Like, we couldn't communicate with each other. It wasn't on them. It wasn't on us. Like there was just, no one was understanding. They were trying to flirt was not going well. So I was like, obviously you have to go to the bathroom. So I was like, I gotta go to the bathroom. We're like, ciao, bye. So we leave, we go to the bathroom. We're like, that was really weird. Okay, so we come back out. I'm not going to do in the whole, whole story, but. Yeah, like long story. Yeah, no, no, no. So we go back out. We had and, to start the scene. Yeah, we, yeah. We come back out and we're like ready to leave for the next stop. And um, we see these two boys. Hopefully these boys never listen. I doubt they will. Um, so these two boys, we see them and they look English speaking. We're like, hell yes, like, let's go. Let's go near them. So we go near them. And long story short, Classic we start. Abby and Samantha. Yeah, like, let's we, just go. So, so we talked, so we started talking to them, whatever. They were so cute. And um, basically we were flirting with them for a really long time. Like it was kind of like a group flirt situation. Yeah, it was, it was so interesting. It was so interesting, but like, they were so fun. And like, Abby and I just like, like having like other people to talk to. Then they like go to the bathroom and I was like, oh my goodness, they kept leaving. And I was like, do I smell bad? Like, what's the deal? And then we told some of our other guy friends, they're like, no, they were playing rock, paper, scissors. And I was like, okay, facts, like whatever. But we thought it was going other way whatever so we end up spending the whole night with them like it was so so fun and then they like left one point and guys like I have a usually good feeling and I was like Abby like this night is not ending like this like we are not gonna give them I a simple so hug done. we are not gonna give them a simple hug and say bye like see you never like this is not happening they're from England 
I'm not I was so that done with the night. We were at this bar that was literally 12 year old. Yeah, it was bar. so bad. The it bar was, was so, so awkward and like whatever. So we're like dancing with them. Like it was so, so fun. But then they left again. So I was like, okay, Abby, like, what do you want to do? Like, do you want to leave or do you want to like see what they're doing? Whatever. They come back to us. They find us. We give them like five minutes and we were like, okay, if we don't find them in five minutes and we'll just leave, like of there's no point. Of them. course, no, no, they find us. Okay. And they find us. And uh, I told Abby before, like, what do you want to do? She didn't give me an answer. I think she just stared in the woods. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I was so yeah. Bad. Abby was, was so, so done, tired. but like, I'm sorry, but like that night was not ending like that. And so they come back to us and they're like, Oh, like, what do you want to do? Whatever. And we are like, Oh, let's go to a different bar. But remind you guys we're all in Prague we all this is not our home base we don't know what to do and they're like oh they're on holiday and they're like do you guys want to come back to our place and guys you know like this is so not Abby's a nice thing so I like made it very clear I was like do you guys want to be taken like this is really big like also they're a little older (laughs) no one of them was 20 22 and one of them was 24 right um and so long story short we went home with them it was a whole interesting experience but uh woke up the next morning at 6 30 and we left and then we left and we had had to go back to our hotel so that we could get ready and pack because we had a tour at like 10 in the morning whole hot mess um but it was just so not Abby's and I's mo to go home with these two British boys so like it was I think hands down one of my favorite memories and one of the craziest memories like something we would have never done Every time I think about it, I just giggle and Smith is like, what are you laughing about? And I'm like, it's you just, it will exactly never get funny. About. Like, so, like, we just did not expect that night to go in that way. And, like, I remember when you we were at the first bar, like, the Drunken Monkey Bar, they said something of, like, you need to be safe so that, like, you get home either in your bed or someone else's bed with, like, a winky face. And I was like, oh, Abby and I are going to our hotel room. I, guys, I had my pajamas set out. We literally loved our hotel. We trip. loved our hotel. Like, we were ready to go back. There was a chance that we weren't even going to go back. And no, we freaking ended up at some British boys Airbnb and not gonna lie it was hysterical so funny so funny okay you guys should be proud of us for doing yeah, crazy shit like I, that I mean, I'm proud of us it was so funny it was so out of our comfort zone it was hysterical uh like I just giggled <laughs> like everything <laughs> but everything about it is funny and the whole night was just funny like this, this line of 40 drunken 20 year olds like walking around Prague like Samantha didn't wear a coat it was freezing like the whole night was just so fun Okay, so we'll move on from that. Um, <laughs> now to bring it back to easy question. Yeah. Why did you choose to study abroad in Florence? So my question is simply one word. If we're, we're not going to do the deep thing, we're going to keep it pretty surface level. And that was the food. Um, I was originally going to study abroad in Budapest and that was kind of my mindset. And then I was actually going to study abroad in London, which, okay, those accents really get me. Um, and then I was like, you know what? Like London, mm, I'm not like a huge, huge fan. So then I was like, okay, what about... Um, and then I was like digging, I, you know, me, I did all my research, all my research, all my research, all my research. And I found this co-sponsored program with Florence and that's, excuse me guys. I'm, I'm, not, I'm sorry. I'm so tired. Um, and we, and I decided on Florence, I was like, that's where I want to go. And then I was like, Abigail, do you want to come? And that's kind of that. I really chose the food. The food. The food. The food was the main reason because like Budapest, like I couldn't eat like, like yeah, I couldn't there. And then London, I was like, eh. and then heck, studying abroad in Florence, Italy for a whole semester, like shit. That sounds really freaking cool. So that's kind of why I hit Florence. I mean, I think I would go kind of the same way. For me, it was more like I never really thought I'd be able to study abroad. I never thought I'd be able to fit it in, but I knew I always wanted to go to Italy. And that had been on my bucket list of places to go for the longest time. So Samantha said Florence and I said, yeah, let's go. And now we're here and it's been the most amazing semester ever, ever, like ever. Yeah. 
pretty once in a lifetime experience. Okay, next one. Oh, this is a hard one. I already know mine. Okay, so you can go first because I got to think for a second. Okay, the next question is favorite song to listen to as a pick-me-up. And currently that song is When We Were Young. Um, That's probably one of my favorites. It's by, I'm going to tell you who it's by. Um, Of course, I'm not going to be able to find it now. Oh, I think it's When We We Were Young. Hold on, guys. We were young. Can you find it? Oh, yeah, yeah, I found it. It's by Lost Kings and Norma Jean Martin. Um, That's definitely just one of my favorites. So that's kind of what I would listen to. I mean, I have so many. Like, I'm just, I have such a weird taste in music. It's kind of all over the place. But, oh, I got to think for a second. I mean, there's just, there's so many good songs I that I love. And they all have kind of a different vibe. But, I mean, I really, really, really like Just a Little While by the 502s. I think that's mm-hmm. definitely something that I play a lot. And then if I were saying, like, my all-time favorite song. No, we're doing Pick Me Up song. Yeah, all-time favorite Pick Me Up song. Probably something by AJR. They're just, like, so happy and, like, upbeat, and mm-hmm. they always make me smile. So, I mean, not very specific, but it really depends on the day, if you ask me. Fair enough. Next question. Next question. Final question, guys. Final question. We made it. Best part of traveling with someone you know so well. Oh, this is so good. This is a good question. I think it's just like comfort. Traveling around Europe is really hard. And they don't, they, I don't know about y'all's programs. If you guys are abroad, if they, if they help you with your travel, but we get no assistance. They say bye. Sayonara. Ciao. Um, and so we got to figure everything out. So it's just really comforting to know. We know how each other's trap. We know how we travel together. We know what we both like to do. We know that we don't like a crazy, crazy packed day. We know we like to have a few things planned. We like to eat the same food. We like to do the same things. So it's just, it's a level of comfort. It's not trying to become best friends with someone while also traveling the world. It's your best friends with someone and you have that level of comfort so that no matter where you are, however you feel in that area, like you have each other. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's also just like, we, without even realizing it, we've come into this like routine of everywhere we go, we mm-hmm. kind of fall into the same patterns and maybe that's boring, but like for me, I thrive off of a routine. Mm-hmm. So I like knowing that, okay, we're in this place and we go get a big brunch one day and then we do easy breakfast the other days. Like we have no problem walking into Starbucks and getting a croissant and coffee for breakfast and calling that good. And I think it's also just the comfort that I know I'm always going to have a fun time because me and Samantha can sit at the table and, talk and make about, the most out like, of any situation talk about anything and we will be falling on the floor laughing so I think that's such a special thing but I mean it's really special to get to do an this experience together. like this with your best friend and like think about this like let's just take a moment think about your best friends at school or however old you are and like you probably don't eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner with that person every single day. No, no. Abigail and I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner and spend every time in between together. And we continue to laugh. We continue to have topics of conversation. Like that's pretty fucking cool and a pretty special relationship. And doing that on top of traveling Europe, like you really can't get much better than oh, that. No, It's pretty all. funny that we can still sit and laugh and giggle and chuckle. And it may be over the same shit, but you know what? Oh, we literally pee our pants every time. Yeah, but it's, it's great. It's so special and so unique and, and one of a kind I mean I guess that wraps it up yeah I think you said it pretty well I don't Mm -hmm. really have anything to add um well that was our Q&A I hope you guys enjoyed I hope you guys enjoyed listening to our responses to a few of the deeper questions and a few of the lighthearted questions and 
I hope everyone is having a fabulous rest of their day and enjoying the series of our podcast so far. We have had so much fun making them and can't wait to continue to make more and see where this podcast evolves. So thank you guys so much for listening and we'll see you next time. XOXO.